All right, I'm going to start from the beginning. These are the 10 signs or marks of high self-esteem. The 10 marks of high self-esteem. Number one, practices self-awareness. Practicing self-awareness is having a strong sense of self, knowing your sole purpose, your dreams and goals, your strengths, weaknesses, vices, fears, and traumas. See, a lot of us don't know self. We don't know self that deep. A lot of us don't know what some of our vices may be. A lot of us, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a human thing to push down trauma, but we got we, we to reflect on the trauma in order to learn from tra- trauma, in order to know ourselves deeper. Practicing self-awareness. Do you know yourself? A lot of us know our friends' birthdays. A lot of us know our own birthdays. But do you know what time you was born? Do you have key information about self? Do you know at your deepest core what you really like? Because the reason why people's the reason why people's opinions and criticisms and disrespect sometimes will stick on us is because we don't know self as thoroughly as we should. See, once you know self and you know what self is and what self is about, if somebody says something about self that doesn't align with what you know about self, then guess what? They're wrong. They're automatically wrong because you know self because you practice self-awareness. You know you're not a conniving person. You know you're not a liar. You're not afraid of, you're not afraid of confrontation. So what are you lying for? You're not afraid. You're not, you don't fear it. You're not, you know you're not a liar. So somebody saying that self is a liar is a lie. Ooh. Number two, the second mark of high self-esteem. Willing to learn and understand and continuum. Be willing to learn and understand in continuum. Basically meaning to continue learning about self, other cultures, new hobbies, new information to push the life forward. Be willing to learn about other stuff that don't really even have nothing to do with your life because that will take your life further and make your reach much longer. When you start learning about other stuff, you can now you can touch into these different cultures. You can actually associate, talk, meet, greet, have stuff in common with these other cultures where they'll pull you in. See, the thing is, people where people aren't automatically trustworthy. But if you identify with them in one small key way that makes them feel like, oh, okay, dang, this person knows about my culture. They 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 see me for who who I am in my core. They trust you. They pull you in. Then you start learning about these other cultures, these other hobbies. That's like the women that fucking roller rink in those derbies and be fucking smashing each other. Like, that's probably such a loving community. But you, but women and people have to be willing to learn and understand and further and continuum the path to seek that stuff. The path to seek different things about self. The path to seek different hobbies. The path to learn other cultures, other Holidays like people don't. Some people I tell people I celebrate Kwanzaa. Oh, you Jewish? What the hell are you talking about? That has nothing to do with the Jewish faith. Nothing. It has nothing to do with the Jewish faith. But then I explain to people, no, it's actually a holiday that was brought over by our oppressed ancestors that celebrates seven days. I had to count the. I had to think of the candles in my head. Seven days. Of seven different principles that's for the progression, upliftment, and positive preaching and power of our culture. And they don't even know that. I had to explain that. 
to three people a couple weeks ago. And he's like, whoa, okay, I'm going to look that up. I said, brother, you don't got to look at it. I'm telling you right now. And I'm showing him my, I make posts. I make posts every year that I post on Kwanzaa. Each day, each, each day has a different principle. Umaja. These are different principles you can go look up. It's about a couple of the principles just off the top of my head. It's about group economics, cooperative, environmental stuff, cleaning up our community. It's principles that everyone should apply because it would make the planet a better place. But people don't know these different things. Like some people will look at it, oh, no, that's a black holiday. It's like you could look at it like that, but you could also look at these principles that will help us all come together if we all look at that, it was made by our oppressed ancestors. Now, the unoppressed ancestors who have access to a lot more things can now thrive in it. If we came, because if you really wanted to be real, real stickler with it, if all black people just did it and then we got stronger in it and we came out stronger, then we would be stronger people. And us becoming a stronger people would make a stronger nation in turn. Because we're such a people in shamble, we also keep the nation in shamble when the people in your nation are in shambles guess what your nation gonna be in constant shambles my g shambles number three we still on number three never feels helpless they're very willing they never feel helpless they're very willing that's a that's a that's a that's a tricky one because we all can feel helpless sometimes but remaining strong-willed knowing your limits knowing when to ask for help mm, that's a good one and knowing when they don't know. That's a hard one. The one before was a good one, and now this one's a hard one. Knowing when to ask for help, that's something that could take you far. Knowing when you don't know, oh, that's something that will bring you great respect, honor, and take you far. <laughs> and take you far. Man, never feel helpless. You know, like I said, sometimes we will feel helpless. But the way to counteract that is by assessing the situation when why do I feel helpless out of fear of what fear of like okay for for a very broad example you about to get on a roller coaster oh, I'm I'm feeling helpless it's your fear of heights okay I know I'm see that let me put myself in the example for example for example I thought I always thought I was afraid of heights then I got on a really high uh like swing you know them big old swings that go real high in the air and swing you around I wasn't scared at all I'm like, oh shit this is a big ass swing but then I got on a roller coaster and those drops and, you know, I woke up <laughs> Then I woke up because I fainted. I, just, I felt all the wind. The only thing I felt on that ride was the wind and I heard screaming. But knowing my limits in that situation, knowing, OK, nah, yeah, I, I got on the swing because so I'm not afraid of heights, but I think the roller coaster might be too much for right now. Knowing my limits I would have stopped feeling helpless because I would have been like, hmm, I set my boundaries. Setting your boundaries is also having a strong will. Setting your boundaries is also having a strong will. Being strong-willed, being strong-willed, because when people feel helpless, it's because you feel like your boundaries, you feel unsafe, you feel uneasy, you feel like you can't trust the situation. But when you're strong-willed, that means you set your boundaries and you in them. You sitting in them. You ten toes down in the boundaries. Being strong-willed, they never feel helpless. Number four. Number four. I just thought. I'm just. I just, I just thought in my head like, God damn, it's a lot of these. Uh, but I wrote these out. Number four. They know their strong points and play them, and they know their weak their weaknesses and they strengthen them. Let me say that again. Number four. They know their strong points and play them, and they know their weaknesses and strengthen them. So, 
what's some of your strong points? Like, if you know you're a very disciplined person, you know you can get up, you know you can blah, 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 you know you can handle, you can handle your homework, but is your eating off? Is you, is you eating too, is you eating too, eating too much? Are you indulging in things that you know in the long run are going to add costly effects and ailments to your body? Is that what you're doing? So know your strong points, you know, you're real disciplined and then know your weaknesses. You know, you may be indulging in too many things at the moment. So guess what? Use the discipline to say, Hey, for these next three weeks, I'm not going to do that. And then if I maintain that with the consistency of a strong willed person, then at that fourth week, I'll give myself one big indulge day on a Saturday after I, you know, kick whatever, you know, after a long week of still preparing and staying in the discipline. You got to know your strong points and play them. And you're not going to you got to know your weaknesses and strengthen them. Because what in turn being disciplined first will do is you will start to teach yourself that you have to earn stuff before you reward yourself. See, in life, everybody reward themselves first. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going I'm to go. I'm going to get this fast food. Oh, I'm going to go buy this. I'm going to buy that. See, that's one thing I got a problem with. I got a problem with buying shit. I buy the hell out of some shit. I tell you. I will buy, 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 buy. But if we was in the 1970s, boy, I'll buy you, nigga. <laughs> I'll buy you, nigga. No, nah, but yeah, man, just got them. I, I buy shit. So, with knowing that. Son, I can't just, bro, I gotta, if I, if I, if I can go on the streak right now of fucking just saving, like just saved a boom, tight ass amount of money and then got myself like a tattoo or something as reward, bro, I played my, I actually strengthened my weakness by being so disciplined in saving because for me, saving is a very, that's one of my weaknesses is saving. So if I remain disciplined and say, you know, I'm gonna save and then I start saving and then I build up my savings and then reward myself. You see how discipline comes before the reward? You see how the discipline comes before the reward? Mm. So they know their strong points and play them and they know their weaknesses and strengthen them. Let me turn this page real quick. Boom. Number five. Ooh, going back to it. They have and they set boundaries. They have and they set boundaries. Setting boundaries. What is setting boundaries? What what is what do we think setting boundaries is? Hey man, don't touch me right there. Hey bro, don't talk to me like that. Hey man, have some more respect when you talk to me. Boundaries. That's setting boundaries. Hey, can you not uh play that type of music uh, around my kids? Hey, setting boundaries. You gotta set boundaries, people. And setting boundaries is different in every situation, but they must be set. They must be set because when you set the boundaries, guess what? You're solidifying your will. Your will, you're solidifying your whole will, your whole audacity, your whole keeping up a self-respect with yourself, your whole self-discipline, your whole self-esteem all goes off of setting boundaries and saying strong willed in the boundaries. They also uphold those boundaries if they're broken. Hey, man, I told you don't talk to me like that. Next time you talk to me like that, I'm going to leave the room or we're going to have a problem. Once again, boundary has been set, but this time, hey, you do that again, you cross that line, you, you disrespect the boundary, I'm either going to exit the premises or me and you are going to have a, a physical altercation, maybe if it needs to get taken to that point. Because sometimes people, 
Niggas need ass whooping. I'm telling you. Like, some niggas need ass whooping. Hey, some niggas need a fucking ass whooping, son. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. I, I, I ain't make the rules, all right? I ain't make the rules. Number six. They're loyal to themselves first. My bad. I got to hit the paper on this. They're loyal to themselves first. Doesn't self-abnegate their goods, uh, their goals and practices. They don't self-abnegate their goals and practices. Self-abnegation is in the simplest form. If you know you have to do something and then you choose not to do it, you self-abnegated from it. You, you were conscious and you said no. That's self-abnegation. Self-abnegation. You, you were conscious. Hey, I know I'm supposed to be eating good, but I'm about to get this Oreo cakester. That's self-abnegation. You completely know you're supposed to not eat the Oreo cakester, but yet you want to eat the Oreo cakester. But someone who's loyal to themselves first doesn't self-abnegate their goals and practices and priorities. So if you know you want to practice better eating and that wants to be one of your priorities, you have to be strong-willed and disciplined in that practice and not self-abnegate and be loyal to who first? Self. Be loyal to who first? Self. Self comes first, people. The general theme of all this, all this, this world can get so much better if everyone put themselves first. Everybody worried about not being selfish. That should be the fucking worst. That should be the best thing we should all be doing is being just selfish. Thinks and treats themselves like someone they are responsible for taking care of. You are responsible for you. I tell people all the time, bro, we are literally just a brain, a spine and meat and bones but you at your core you're just a brain and spine but you got to take care of this is the this is the only thing we own your body's the only thing that you literally own at the end of it people can strip you of everything but guess what they can't strip you of your body nobody can be like okay hey man you bankrupt we got to take your fucking like, you got to take your leg <clears throat> like what no you own that you were born with that my back i scratch my back on this car it's itching Stop betraying your mind and greatness for momentary spurs of pleasure or without awareness of thought. So that goes back to the Oreo cakester example. That goes back to the Oreo cakester example. You're betraying your mind because you know in your head, hey, I said I was supposed to be eating good. Oh, but that Oreo cakester probably be so good right now. Oh, my God. Don't betray your mind for that momentary spur. Them two cakes is just momentary. Healthy eating is long lasting and it's going to help your body be long lasting. But that fucking Oreo cakester, I swear to God, they're good. I promise you they're good. It's only a momentary spur, a pleasure that in the long run, you keep doing that. You're going to messing yourself up. And then guess what? You taking. 10 steps back. You moonwalking, basically. You Michael Jackson. Just don't touch the kids. Get away from the kids, actually. I'm just <laughs> he, didn't he didn't do that. Mm -mm. Number seven. Lucky number seven. Understand and accepts. No, I got to go back through this one. Hold on now. Hold on now. My bad. This light just came on. Smokey boy. Smokina. All right, number seven. Understand, I might have to work through this one like live, because I, I was looking at this earlier. I was like, "What?" Understand, understands and works through. Understand and accepts. I didn't. I definitely didn't put understand and accepts mistakes and. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they understand and accept their mistakes and missteps and they work through change. They work to change them. We are we are ever evolving and change changing beings. We are ever evolving and changing beings. And, you know, sometimes, oh, man, that was so stupid. I'm so stupid. No, you just made a mistake. It's okay. We all make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Word to Hannah Montana, son. Word to Hannah Montana. Like, word to Hannah Montana. Everybody makes mistakes. Literally, everybody. So if you can make mistakes, and she can make mistakes, and he can make mistakes, and they can make mistakes, what's the big fuss? Accept it. Work through it. Work through it. Doesn't tear themselves down. That's one thing we could all do. And that's why I preach affirmation. And that's why when you start to, when I start to tear, even when I start to tear myself down, I double down on the good. Son, oh my, I'll literally, oh my God, that was stupid. No, I just made a mistake. And you know what? This is actually going to get significantly better because I'm a smart individual that can think through this. You see, I just took, I'm so stupid to know I just made a mistake, but I'm a smart individual and I know I can think through this. That whole, you, you, y'all don't remember me saying, oh, I'm stu-. you remember, oh, so he said he was a smart person that can think through this. That's what you remember. They don't tear themselves down. And even if you do, you double down with the positivity. You make sure you're strong-willed and disciplined in your positivity to uplift your, guess who, self, that you work through it. You made a mistake. And guess what you did? Work through it. Number eight, their health. It's non-negotiable. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. The health is non-negotiable. Meaning, they practice. They learn their body and grow it through yoga, mobility, flexibility, which is great. I really recommend it. I've been doing it for the last three years. Weight loss, weight gain. Because, I mean, we all talk about weight loss. And let me be honest with you. As a country, we could lose a lot of pounds. But there's people that also people that want to put on weight. Shit, put on the weight. And if you want to put on weight, start eating more meat. Don't. If that's if, if anything you want to do, start eating more meat. You can eat carbs too, like rice and stuff like that. But that's not the secret. People say, oh, we just eat a bunch of snacks and cakes. No, that's going to make you fat. If you want to get thicker, if you want dexterity, you want muscle. Batty boy want muscle. If you want. <laughs> oh, God, what I step on. My bad. Oh God, what I said for? Eat meat. Eat up your up your uh, protein intake. But the health is non-negotiable. They know their bodies. Knowing your body through yoga. Yoga will really help you learn your body, your in and outs. And then diet. Diet will start to help you learn how your health is and supplements and, and, learn, and learning what different supplements you should start taking. Like everyone, everybody on this planet should be taking garlic. Like garlic is a thing that really helps our body. But uh, I mean, people say, that, oh, eat more garlic in your food. But it's like, bro. We should be taking like 500 milligram capsules of garlic. But hey, I guess. So their health is non-negotiable. They learn their bodies, their ins and outs, what makes them tick. Because just guess what that goes. Guess what your health being non-negotiable goes back into self, learning self. Now you know how to make self stronger. Now you know how to make self more endurance. Now you know how to make self more flexible. Man, like I said, it all comes back to self. Number nine. They are comfortable. They are comfortable with being uncomfortable. They are comfortable with uncomfortability. Comfortable with being uncomfortable. I'm going to say it again. They're comfortable with being uncomfortable. They live close to the edge. 
Whoa, they live close to their edge. You know how you know your edge? By learning self. If you know, going back to the uh, roller coaster example, I knew my limits, but guess what I did? I got on the roller coaster because that was me in that moment. I thought me in that, me in that moment truly was probably going on that big swing was knowing my edge and going close to my edge and, you know, learning myself more. But getting on that roller coaster also helped it too. Is that a frog? Bro, that's a frog. That's a big ass frog. It is. Hey, little froggy. It's a big frog. You a big one. Hey, happy hunting, my G. Gonna catch you a lot of flies and mosquitoes because they finna be out. I seen this video of this frog earlier. It was like thousands. It was like thousands of big ass mosquitoes, and he just didn't even know what to do with himself. He was eating so many. That frog probably had a stomach ache. But comfortable with being uncomfortable. They live close to the edge. They do things that scare them. They dive in being uncomfortable. They learn to accept rejection. Accepting rejection is a really big thing that everyone should get to do. Like, you should just ask people questions that, one, like, if you're going to get your hair done, you should ask them at the end of it, hey, can I get, like, 10% off? You, I mean, you, you came to pay full price. You came to do whatever, but you're just asking. And that, uh, that, that, that uncertainty, you're going to feel that, that uncomfortableness and that rejection. Learn to start doing Even do that at fast food restaurants. Do that at any restaurant. Do that anywhere with anything. Oh, my God. That nigga is walking on four legs. He didn't even hop. Yo, I just watched a frog walk. He didn't even walk. He crawled. Yo, my G, give me your frog license right now. Because this is fucking ridiculous. Yo, you got you to gotta hop your ass across that grass. I'm just playing. But, hey, I wonder if we doing that bottle like that. Will make him think I'm another frog. I ain't no female frog, though. I don't get down like that, nigga. My ribbons ain't going that way. <laughs> my ribbons don't go that way, twin. But <laughs> number nine, man, uncomfortable being uncomfortable. You, it's just a, it's just a thing of we all know we all know we're uncomfortable with. You're, if you're uncomfortable with arguing with people, you should start debating people more. You should start to get in more arguments to start dealing with that emotional response. Because guess what that that emotional response is? It's your emotions going into an irrational state, a high emotional state that if you learn to be more rational and learn to see where those feelings are coming from, like, oh, I don't feel angry towards this person. Just what they're saying is bringing me anger. So I shouldn't be angry towards them. I should just express to them, hey, that makes me feel a certain type of way. And blah, blah, blah. That is a rational way of expressing your emotions. But most people just yell. Like me, I would just fucking yell. Bitch, fuck you, all right? I don't, I, don't th- I don't think I ever said that, actually. But just for the casual thing that we're doing here. Uncomfortable being uncomfortable. You got to know yourself. You got to know what you're uncomfortable with. And then you got to test yourself by doing that. And one thing that everyone could do and should do to generally get to this is rejection. Rejection therapy is what it might be called. Like, you can go look up rejection therapy online and they'll give you a bunch of questions. Oh, go to Starbucks, ask us for this difficult ass drink. And then, uh, uh, say, oh, you, you said someone was allergic and you got to remake it and just deal with just sitting at sitting at shit, whatever that shit feel like that uncomfortableness sitting at shit. And number 10, last but not least, I'm growing the yeast. That's bringing bread to my community. Call me Jesus. The way I'm multiplying it. All right. <laughs> All right, number 10. They are a point of light and love. They are a guiding point of light and love. Meaning, all these things we just encompassed, they value others and treat who, what, where, they, who, they treat them good. 
But like I said, all this stuff we're encompassing, you also teach the other people. You're a point of, you're a guiding point, guiding emphasis. I got that shit in parentheses, but that really need to go in the front. You're a guiding, guiding point of light and love. Practices giving love and understanding first. Helpful and grateful. They're a light to guide others onto the good path. They bring out the best in others. Does unto others as they would do unto themselves respectfully. Respectfully? You thought I was feeling you? That nigga's a hunch. Good. That nigga's a hunch. That nigga's a hunch. I'm a, I'm a hunch right now. You listen to this, you like, mm, I got a hunch off what he's saying. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga's a hunch. I'm going to get copyrighted like a motherfucker. Nah, but yeah, man. And I, this is going to be, I'm going to put this out as probably a pod, but like these are the 10 points. The 10 marks, the 10 signs of high self-esteem. Number 10, I go right back through it. Point, guiding point of light and love. All this stuff you encompass in self, how you know yourself deeply, how you trust yourself and love yourself deeply, you help people onto that path. There's so many paths that people get swayed on and get thrown on and get brought on. All these paths we walk in, I mean, some paths you don't even choose. You just, you fucking... You stumble one day and you on this path now. You're like, damn, how the fuck I get over here? Like, you try to turn around. You don't know where you at. You need points, guiding points. I'm a goddamn fucking guiding points of light and love. We need them. Bring us back on the path. The good path, the war path. And those right there are the 10 marks of high self-esteem. Thank you so much. Have a good night.